Bucketheads. Are we ready? We apologize for the delay. Um, uh, life, life is life uh, is a is a fickle bitch, and got in the way of our scheduling because, like, I right. was in Florida for a wedding, and then I came back, and I worked like the entire time, and you worked the entire time, and there was just no God. no competing time frame where we were like, this will work. So right. <laughs> and so but now we're also doing kind of the same thing this week except we actually have availability to, <laughs> right. to actually meet with each other like at the very last moment but we are here and we're here to tell you some riveting tales of southern california yes. i got it right this yes. time go me <laughs> <laughs> um um okay that was unison <laughs> that's not <laughs> um you go first okay yes yes i remember you did uh catalina island yeah last yep okay uh so i got his do not even remember your topic i got history's mysteries oh that's right that's right that's right and so i i had this one in mind that i i wanted to do like the entire time and i read it through and i was like no this is more a different topic Mm-hmm. If like it, I re like I read the full thing and I was like, this just fits a little bit better in a different topic. So I had to do a quick change. So most I- I'm hoping um, not a lot of people know the details of this story. I know a lot of people probably know of the story. Um, I- at least I knew a vague inference of the story when I read it. Like I was like, oh, I've heard of that, but I didn't know the details of it. So okay. Um, I'm- I'm hoping, I'm hoping you don't know the details because I'm sure it's something that most people know. But if you don't, here's an interesting story. Mm-hmm. Um, we are um, in Riverside, California in 1994. Okay. Okay. This story is about Gloria Cecilia Ramirez, who was a 31-year-old woman who sparked national hysteria. Mm-hmm. Gloria was a mother and a wife who suffered from cervical cancer at 31. She was in a great deal of pain and had lots of medications, but on February 19th, 1994, Gloria was just in need of help. She was in a lot of pain and a lot of stuff was going on. Oh my God. Wait, I might know this one. Hold on. Yeah. This one's wild. I can't wait. Uh, If this is what I think it is. Oh, oh, okay. 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 Cool. So an ambulance was called. Uh, because she was experiencing just an array of different symptoms, irregular heartbeat, difficult breathing. So an ambulance came, got her. Um, approximately sometime between 7.50 and 8.15, Gloria arrived at Riverside General Hospital in Riverside, California. When she arrived, she was just having all of these symptoms and her, her set, like her, she was deteriorating quickly. Mm-hmm. That is the word I'm looking for. So hospital staff administer- administered a bunch of different medications, diazepam, lorazepam, stuff to uh, kind of sedate Gloria so she wasn't as hysterical. Um, yeah, all but the PAMs. It, all the PAMs. Yeah, get, knock that bitch All out. the PAMs. Um, but unfortunately, she wasn't really, like, responding to any of these. So they ended up having to defibrillate her heart. So when they cut open her shirt to defibrillate her heart they noticed a really oily sheen on ramirez's body and uh-huh. she also uh had a very interesting distinct odor she was that fruity garlicky odor that was coming yeah. from her mouth so um 
when uh, the registered nurse Susan Kane drew Ramirez's blood from her arm, she noticed an ammonia-like smell coming from her blood. Oh, so fucking weird. Right? So um, Kane shows the tube to another um, another resident in the hospital, uh, Julie Gron- Gronsky. I hope I'm saying that right. It's a very, like, Gronsky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds correct. Yeah. Yeah. So who noticed, um, like, manila-colored particles floating in her blood? Oh, I hadn't heard that part before. Yeah. So at this point... Kane, the original nurse who pulled the blood, faints in the room and is removed um, from the room due to, you know, her fainting and everything. And shortly right after, Julie Gronsky also felt nauseated and felt faint. So she went to the nurse's desk and stayed there and asked her, like, another nurse while they were at the nurse's desk, are you okay? And then before she could even respond, uh, Gronsky fainted as well. Yeesh. Yeah. So what is happening to Gloria? <laughs> no fucking idea. Like this woman is oily, she is smelly, like she her blood is making people pass out. So right. so this is the story of the toxic woman. Yeah. Of Riverside, California. Yeah, so I like I have to say I feel like a lot of people have heard about it, but maybe don't I know say, I've heard about details. it. Yeah. But like I feel like I probably know more than the average person because yeah. I you know just watch weird history shit. And I feel like this was probably on Ancient Aliens or something. Yeah, or like one of those history Yeah, like it's on one very, of those history shows. It's on it's on something somewhere. But like I don't remember like specific details. Like I just remember she went to the hospital, her body did weird shit and people were not okay. Yeah. So um so after Gronsky fainted, um another uh another person at the hospital, a respiratory therapist named Maureen Welch, was assisting in the emergency room, was the third person to faint. So now there's three people around Gloria and they're all just fainting away. Goodness. So at this point, all of the staff is ordered to evacuate the emergency rooms and the patients to the parking lot outside the hospital, while a skeleton crew of just the most basic people you need in the hospital room stabled Ramirez. It was now at 8.50 p.m. Um, after about 45 minutes of CPR and defibrillation, Ramirez was pronounced dead from kil- kidney failure related to her cancer. Mm-hmm. Now, what the fuck caused all this random shit (laughs) no idea and it's the most like i had a list i don't know where the fuck it went oh my god where'd my thing go i had like a whole list of everything that happened to her body okay here it is i was like oh my god all right cool so so what happened to Gloria and all of this stuff? So the Riverside County Health Department called the California Department of Health and Human Services, which put on two separate scientists, Anna Marie Ozero and Kristen Waller, on the case. So they um, whoop, they interviewed about 34 different hospital members who were working in the emergency room that day to kind of figure out what was going on. Mm-hmm. 
So they said that people uh, develop several symptoms like loss of consciousness, shortness of breast, uh, muscle spasms, and but those things were tend to be in common with like, um, like panic attacks. So people were yeah. just saying that it was like a hysteria from the staffers that created yeah. this kind of like paranoia and the hysteria yeah, like that was something happening. like they two of their co-workers fainted and then all yeah. of them started freaking out yeah so like they saw something weird in the blood and they're like oh no this is really weird like what yeah. happened yeah so it was there's a couple different um conspiracy theories that kind of explain what happened to like they try to explain what happened to glory there's a bunch of theories but there's okay. no actual like definitive answer like they've done test upon tests and there's just like they're like this probably maybe possibly most likely is it but who knows no clue yeah exactly so weird yeah so um so what happened to gloria's like, body after she could you imagine could you imagine <laughs> being handed her autopsy and you're like wait a minute wait a minute yeah right this bitch was making people pass out when she was alive you expect me to cut her open yeah so after gloria's passing a special recovery to team showed up has that it's like the <laughs> whole thing yeah it's like it, it's like that weird like God, imagine taking like your your mom or your sister to the fucking emergency room <laughs> and like fucking people in hazmat suits walk in and you're like what i'm like i have so many questions <laughs> right they, they arrived to take gloria's body um the team searched the hospital for other explanations like gas leaks and stuff like that that wasn't the cause of anything mm -hmm. so <sighs> they take the body and they seal it in like an aluminum casket like a thick like metal casket before it's fucking wild before even having an autopsy like she's not even autopsied yet she's just sealed in this box because they're yeah. afraid of anything you know whatever might have caused her passing was contagious to you know whatever was going on so it was That's wild because isn't that what they did like in new york when people were dying of covid was i think putting so. them in like, in like aluminum or metal caskets and then burying them in like cement mm -hmm. like at the very very Jesus. beginning yeah that's, like, yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, in the very, very beginning. Um, so that team came and recovered her, put her in the box, and then another, like, two weeks later, a separate team came in and did a general autopsy on her, and they said that, well, her general cause of death was kidney failure from cervical cancer. Mm -hmm. But then two months later, after she after she passed her body was released to do an independent autopsy and a burial okay. so the so the riverside coroner's office hailed as livermore dmso as a conclusion of the hospital symptoms which is um something i'll talk about here in a second which is um a medication that she was taking for her cervical cancer mm -hmm. um uh, that was the cause of the hospital family symptoms, which had them caused, you know, glorious symptoms as well. But the family pathologist was unable to determine if that was the real true cause of death because all of her, her heart was missing and all of her other organs were cross-contaminated with fecal matter. And by the time that they, her body reached them, 
which they were too, it was too severely decomposed to truly autopsy. What? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I get the possibility of there being a logical reason as to why her heart was missing because of the first autopsy that was done. And, but... Mm-hmm. All her, on all of her other organs. Like, how was that... Was it her fecal matter? It just said fecal matter. Because I was like, if she had, like, some issue, so, like, with the kidneys, I know that's what cleans, like, your pee. Yeah. But, like, if something had happened to, like, her smaller, large intestines along with what was going on with her kidneys, mm-hmm. then, like, potentially, like, one of them, like, may have ruptured and, like, fecal matter was leaking out and that could have contaminated the blood and all the way back yeah. up her digestive system, which could explain the, like, bad t- smell in her mouth and all that kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but like if it's not her fecal matter yeah no like i just it just said fecal matter which it kind of posed that weird question to me which was kind of like um i want to know why right like i need i like, need I real gotta answers who, i gotta know who's um and if it's not hers why the fuck did someone take a shit in her body <laughs> like <laughs> This is really poor handling of human remains. <laughs> right. Like, was the one of the people doing the original autopsy, like, the boyfriend of one of the nurses that fainted, and he was like, fuck you, bitch, this is payback. <laughs> like, what the shit? So, <laughs> honestly, I have just no clue. Um, Sorry. <laughs> sorry for that derailment yeah that was that was off the rails there um but she was finally put to rest on april 20th 1994 10 weeks after her death and she was uh buried in olivewood memorial park in riverside now there are a couple of different um like i said theories about what they thought caused this the most controversial explanation of um why gloria ramirez was toxic was that the hospital's methamphetamines were illegally produced that the theory suggests that the chemicals that were used in the manufacturing process had have been smuggled in through iv bags and one had been advertly connected to gloria that thus that would um result in the smell of the raw chemicals that the the staff had made them sick well, yeah, but that doesn't explain, like, the oily sheen or, like, the reason she even had to go to the hospital in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so while that explanation has all pretty much been debunked, um, the one that holds the most uh, ground in which people are like, this is most likely it, but it's a really complicated thing, um, is the DMSO theory, which is um, where it was a... <sighs> It was a medication that she was taking for her pain levels. So she used it as a solvent and a folk remedy for cancer pain. Um, Due to urinary blockage, the DMSO build up in her bloodstream. So that's why it continued to kind of like fester in her body and not leave. Um, The oxygen given by the paramedics converts the DMSO, the dimethyl sulfide? I don't know. Dimethyl sulfide? No, it's not sulfide. It's like sulfoxide. Sulfoxide. Okay, that works. Um, 
to dimethyl sulfine, <laughs> which kind Jen, of Jen, creates... you eventually hear this way in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please, please apologize for the like, terrible, terrible, uh, especially with medical terms of bad, uh, which turns it into DMSO2, which is dimethyl sulfone, which is, can become toxic. Okay. And then when her blood was drawn, the DMSO, the M- DMSO2 crystallized in her blood, which would explain the kind of like manila covered flecks in her blood. And then yeah. the shock of the, the, uh, the defibrillator converts the DMSO2 into dangerous DMSO4 dimethyl sulfate gas. And then uh-huh. the DMSO4 affects the hospital staff and gets causes the sickness. That's the one that holds the most ground, um, but yeah. once again, they—it's not like a hundred percent proven. Like, yeah, like because of the way that she decomposed pretty much in this metal box for weeks on end. Right. The fact that they didn't fucking preserve the body or anything is kind of weird to me. But I, yeah, like they're, they're, they're just like they're just like pop it in aluminum it. foil and leave it in the fridge. Like <laughs> they treated that, it like a fucking did. leftover chicken. <laughs> yeah that's that's kind of where it gets me i was like if you're if something like this would happen nowadays it would be like she would be the most preserved and they would figure out and do all the tests and right she would probably be sent to like a like ucla's fucking yeah science lab and shit yeah but now you know that's 30 years ago 1994 that stuff really wasn't a thing so yeah so that's the that's the story of gloria ramirez the the toxic woman who fucking wild cleared out a hospital because she just was goals. really really sick <laughs> <laughs> goals goals <laughs> i would like to clear Only, out i want to do hospital. it as a ghost i want to do it as a ghost oh yeah no it's 10 out of 10 on the ghost yeah okay i also forgot your topic because it's been a hot minute what did you get Again. Uh, murder most foul. Ooh, I shouldn't be excited um, about that, but I'm a little excited about it. <laughs> so here's the thing: much like you, I found a topic that I was like, "Yes," and then I realized it was a NorCal topic, mm. and I was a little bitter. It was it was the witch killings. Ah, I know. I was so excited about it. I was like, "Oh my god, this is right up our alley!" So instead, I went with something else. Okay. But first, I'm going to start with a question. I like questions. So if I showed up at your house randomly one day Uh with a trash bag, Mm -hmm. and I showed you what was inside the trash bag, and it was pieces of my husband, and Mm -hmm. I said, help me dispose of this and I will give you 75K, what would you do? This is for hypothetical reasons only. Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I would like to make that perfectly clear before answering this question, because I would help you dispose of the body because I'm your best friend. And that's okay. obviously something you do. Honestly, you didn't wouldn't have to pay me that much. Um, but it's a solid amount of money. I would why would why would I say no to that? Hypothetically, I mean, fair. of course. Yeah. <laughs> OK, I just test passed. Just making sure. So, on to the story. Um, today, we are talking about Omaima Nelson. Okay. Okay. Omaima. She was born in 1968 in Egypt. Um, during the later trials, uh, it was claimed by her. I don't know if they ever proved it or not. They never said or anything. And I mean, 
it's kind of invasive to try and prove this. Mm-hmm. But um, there was evidence by her uh, defense. That's the word I'm looking for. Yep. That while she was a child in Egypt, she was a victim of multiple sexual assaults as well as female genital mutilation. Mm. Um, but in eight in 1986, when she was 18, she immigrated to America, uh, mm-hmm. moving to Southern California, and she worked as a nanny and a model. Okay. Um, later by the LA Times, she was referred to as a beauty with cut glass cheekbones. Mm. And by 90 standards, she was really pretty. Okay. Like the, her style was her style was very 90s, very All late right. 80s, early 90s, but like like just in general, like she was very pretty, but like outdated, you know, with the not, style and the hairstyle and stuff. Yeah. yeah not not today's yeah. standard of beauty, but back right. then. Exactly. Um, but in 1991, when she was 23, she met a man named Bill Nelson. They were playing pool in a bar one night, and the two, the two apparently hit it off really fucking quick. Okay. Uh, there were two differing reports that I saw. Uh, one said that they were married within two months, and the other one said married within a few days. Well, those are two very convicting things, like conflicting things. They are, but it's still way too fucking quick. Yeah, that, that is that is of the quickness. For sure. Yeah, like, his his boss was like, oh, yeah, like, they were very, like, introverted and private people, but, like, all of it, they met, and then all of a sudden, Bill was married. Bill must have been, like, damn fine. Well, uh, uh, Bill used to, Bill used to be a pilot. Okay. But, in 1984, he was convicted of marijuana smuggling, and he served four years in prison, which okay. would make his release... Um, in 1988. Now, I know neither of us are quite good at the math super quick. No. But he was arrested in 84, served mm-hmm. four years, got out in 88. Yep, that's four years. And, uh-huh. And Omaima didn't get to America until she was 18 in 86. So clearly Bill was older. Bill seems much older. 33 years older. He was 56 and his new bride was 23. Ew. <laughs> I hate your it when face, they do that. Just, your face just like doing the like numbers and you're like, ooh. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. Make it stop, Bill. <laughs> I feel like Bill so, didn't make it stop though. Bill did not make it stop. Uh, After their very, very quick nuptials, the two went on their honeymoon uh, to visit Bill's family in Texas and Arkansas area. Um, But when they returned, the honeymoon phase seemed to be over pretty quick. Mm. Usually that happens when you marry somebody you don't know. (laughs) Right. According to Omaima, and again, this Mm -hmm. is all according to her from court testimony and stuff like that, Mm-hmm. Um, her new husband began to show his true nature on their way home from Texas, that Texarkana area. Um, mm-hmm. and once they were home and his true nature was very violent, uh, he, she claimed he physically and sexually abused her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the weekend of Thanksgiving in 1991, she, she seems to have had enough 
This was just one month after they were married. Hmm. Omima said that Bill tried to rape and strangle her, to mm-hmm. which she defended herself, grabbed a lamp, hitting him, before grabbing a pair of scissors and stabbing him in the neck in self-defense. Honestly, good for her. Yeah. Other reports say that it she she hit him with a clothing iron, but semantics. He got got. Yep. Now this is where this story enters our realm. Okay, yeah, because it was it seemed quite tame up to this point, to be honest. Uh-huh. Um, if you're eating, maybe stop. Um, if you're listening to this, so after killing him, she cut him up. Mm-hmm. Including castration. Oh. She removed his head and his hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She boiled the head before putting it in the freezer. And then boiled yep. the hands in a pot of oil to get rid of fingerprints. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, according to a court report, she had donned a red red shoes, a red dress, and red lipstick to uh, quote-unquote prepare her husband. Um, and then also, according to a court psychiatrist who evaluated Omaima during the trial, she mm-hmm. told him that she had taken a bite or two of Bill's ribs after preparing them with barbecue sauce. And it was a little sweet. But she fully denies that. She fully <laughs> denies it. But that is what the court psychiatrist says. So relieving cannibalism as a legend. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking can't with you. <laughs> you, know? you were holding it in the whole time. I can see it on your face. You were like, she's gonna try a bite. She's gonna do it. She's gonna eat him. I can see it on your face. You were like, I'm waiting for it. Nom nom, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> just just, just a nibble. Good, just has like such a good go. Good, good for you, girl. You you enter Delulu phase and you stay there. <laughs> oh yeah, she like the court psychiatrist was like she was psychotic when this happened. Like she was in a complete and utter state of psychosis. Um, over the course of this Thanksgiving weekend, Omaima mixed her husband's remains with the leftover turkey that she was throwing away. So I guess she was putting white meat with white meat and dark meat with dark meat. I don't know. She was like, and she was like making. <laughs> this seems a little too dark, and this seems a little too white. Oh, well, the dick could go in the trash. <laughs> well, I feel like the dick probably went down the garbage disposals, which uh, the neighbors heard running all weekend because she was shoving chunks of him down the garbage disposal. To help get rid of what she couldn't mix in with the turkey. Girl. And what she couldn't mix with the turkey. What she couldn't mix with the turkey or put down the sink went into trash bags. How big was this man? 260 pounds. Okay, that's a a hunk of man. Okay. Yeah. So this is where we get back to the question that started my story. She took the bags to a friend's house showed them, offered 75k to help dispose of it, and this horrible friend said no, and then reported her to the police. What a bitch. That's no friend. friend. Like, were friendships 
worse in the 90s? Like, what is this? Like, where is your ride or die, bitch? <laughs> right. Loyalty, motherfucker. Like, there's no questions that we... I don't even know. I don't need to know what he did. I don't need to know what he did. Like, what prompted you to make this decision? Will you tell me? Probably eventually, because you're my best friend and we're burying your husband. Like, I have a feeling like that information is going to be spilt. But my first question isn't like, oh, well, why, though? (laughs) Right. It's like, okay, where, though? (laughs) Right. Exactly. Where are we going? Where are we going? Whose car are we taking? What bog are we driving it to? Like, do we need to rent a car? Like, how? Like, how many do we need? Like, what needs to go happen here? Right. So, police found Omaima in her husband's red 1975 Corvette, and they began to search it, and they found the remains, but they were uh, so dismembered and uh, fucked up. And they couldn't identify them, nor could they determine the cause of death. <laughs> they questioned her all Sunday, and when Bill didn't show up for work on Monday, his boss reported him missing. And this began the search of their apartment, which I'm not sure why it took until Monday when there were body parts in the car that yeah, she I was driving. Like, yeah, I feel like but that I... would have been my first look, would have been like, right. like, hey, um... I have a lot of questions. Um, one, where do you live? And two, um, what else happened in here? Because uh, there's a lot of blood. <laughs> so uh, when they began the search of the apartment, they found more body parts in more trash bags, as well as the boiled hands and the frozen head. See, like that shouldn't have that shouldn't have taken so long. <laughs> To find. <laughs> so like the district attorney for Orange County, Randolph Polowski, was at the apartment while it was being searched, and he was quoted as saying, I had to put it in here. Mm-hmm. There were suitcases and plastic bags soaked with dark liquid from his body parts. In the fry cooker, there sat Mr. Nelson's hands, and when we opened the refrigerator, there was Mr. Nelson's head with stab wounds. She had entrails in his Corvette, and she was trying to get an ex-boyfriend to yank out the dentures from the head so she could dump it in the back bay. Like I said, she had a plan. She did have a plan. So Bill, as I said, weighed about 260 pounds. Mm -hmm. Give me a number as to how much you think they found of him. Ooh, okay. Let's see here. So. Uh, the head, like in pounds wise, or just like percentage wise? Yeah, pounds wide. Pounds, yeah, pounds wide. wide. Okay, cool. All right. So the head is a good, you know, 10, 15. Hands are a couple. He said a couple trash bags. I'm thinking, give or take 75 pounds worth of bill. 130. She managed oh, okay. to get rid of half of him. Good for her. I feel I like most of it was probably. I feel know, like yeah. I feel like most of it was probably bones that she couldn't get down the garbage disposal. Yeah, no meat's real easy to kind of grind up real there. That bones is a, is yeah. a tricky ditch. Bones, bones are a little bit difficult. <laughs> yeah. Um. So during the trial, there was no question that she did it. <laughs> uh, but she pleaded it was in self-defense. Um, while also 
her defense attorney claimed that she was suffering from battered woman syndrome from her previous abuse, which also led to PTSD. That's a solid, it's a solid way to go. Yeah. If so, you have that background and something like that happens, yeah, I, I would take yeah. that shot. So uh, the prosecution claimed that she did this. So this way she could get his money because allegedly she spent her time in Orange County and the surrounding areas using her sexuality to scam older men out of money before she married Bill. Hmm. And like in some of the news reports that I saw, they did say that she like before she married Bill would like, you know, go out with older men and stuff like that. But like at the same time, I'm like, are you getting that? from the prosecution like i didn't find like see like definitive proof of that being something that she did like it's not something she ever said that she did during the court trial and stuff like that but in 1993 january after Mm -hmm. the trial uh the jury found her guilty of second degree murder and sentenced her to 28 years stating that there was no good evidence of premeditation for a first degree sentencing so basically, she snapped. Yep. Yeah. Um, despite two bids for parole, she has mm-hmm. been denied both times, where at both she mm. vehemently denies ever eating any part of Bill. <laughs> she says she's not a monster. Okay. <laughs> uh, they say, but they say, so the uh, prosecution attorney uh says that she hasn't taken responsibility for her actions and still blames the victim so she Mm. shouldn't be released because she wouldn't be like an effective member of society plus she hasn't like joined any like groups in prison and like you know actually hasn't hasn't been social and like she just yeah like she hasn't been like trying to prove to people that she has gotten better type deal yeah but like with him saying that she hasn't taken responsibility for her actions I found this quote multiple times of her saying, if I didn't defend my life, I would have been dead. I'm sorry it happened, but I'm glad I lived. I'm so I'm sorry I dismembered him. Okay. That sounds like yeah, an apology like, to like, me. Right. That feels like she's taking responsibility for what she did. Yeah. Where she's like, yes, I did it. But if I hadn't of, I would be I'd, dead. I'd also, yeah. Like he would be here and not me. Yeah. So, but I don't, I don't know about laws and stuff. I don't know how that qualifies in their eyes to that shit. I don't know. Um, She apparently told her attorney in 2006 for her parole hearing then that the reason she cut her husband up was because she didn't want to meet him in the afterlife, which went along with her beliefs in Egyptian mythology. Which to me honestly seems kind of logical. No, honestly, yeah. If no, you're like if that, you're that in tracks. a if you're in a state of psychosis, yeah, and like you know you snapped and you're fighting for your survival, mm-hmm. and it's like and you're fight like or flight okay, how do I? Fighting. Yeah, like mm-hmm. kind of makes yeah. sense. No, yeah. He's um, like, I don't want to so see this, this motherfucker ever again. <laughs> this this led her attorney to believe that if she was ever released from prison, it would be to a mental institute. Which honestly, I feel like might actually be good for her. It might. Um, she, she With might her previous it. diagnoses, she needs yeah. therapy. She she needs something. She and needs uh, she will be eligible for parole again in twenty twenty six. All right. Well, keep on the lookout there for you. I have a feeling you'll stay where you are, but 
You never know. Never know. You never know. Nope. Nope. All right. I believe it is time again. Well, that was a very interesting episode, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I just I'm, wish I was kind of disappointed I couldn't do the witch witch murders, but you know. I'm hoping that I get my the topic that I wanted to do the story for because I think the next the story that I wanted to do is a billion times better than the story I did today. No offense to Gloria or anything, it's a little lackluster, but you know it happens. All right, you go first. What are we? What are we hoping for? What are we? I fucking want aliens. God damn it! I know you want aliens. You want aliens. So and it's gonna be my well. last topic. The bucket. I don't know why the bucket is punishing me. I don't know, man. I don't know. I've been good. You have been good. You did a great job. Motherfucker. It's crime, but make crime, but make it unorganized. Damn. Thank you, Bucket. <laughs> Maybe that's why. The Bucket's like, you're ungrateful for everything I give you. Ah, oh, shit. That sounded like a lot. We're not going to talk about it. Anyway. <laughs> we'll pick that up later. All right. Your turn. Right. What are you hoping for? Um, I'm hoping for the vibe is off. Ah. Mm-hmm. That was my story. Oh no, I have two. There you go. You're gonna hate me. <laughs> I can read it fucking backwards. Okay, well you've already done. Uh, do you already done close encounters? Wait, I have. Yeah. No, reroll. <laughs> I know, but like the fact that it, the fact that it got drawn for you. Yeah. Again, because it was my first one that I did. The obscure. All right. That works. I'm good with that. I'll figure something out. Always. <laughs> we we always do, whether it's in frustration do. or we make it up. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we make up a, a UFO abduction story. Yeah, no, that was, I think, our most interesting of stories, just because we're like, here, find shit. I'm so sorry. I ran into the microphone. <laughs> we are professionals. Oh, we are the most professionals, can't you tell? Yeah. <laughs> right. By the way, Caroline got a new microphone. What do you guys think of it? I'm going to yeah. try my best to make it sound super profesh, but I yeah. don't think I'll have to do much. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah, I got. Uh, it was gifted to me by a friend, and I'm hoping that it uh, improves our listening stuff. So I we'll see how it goes. Hope you get some, give us some feedback on it. Um, but yeah, but thank you guys so much uh, for listening to this lovely episode of History Bucket the podcast. Please make sure you follow us on our social medias on Facebook at the History Bucket the podcast and on Instagram on History underscore Bucket. And we're definitely on TikTok and stuff like that, but we just don't post anything there. Um, we barely we post on Instagram. I meant to post- do. I was going to be so proud of myself. I thought I was actually going to get both parts of the episode posted. And then I forgot. Yeah, it's okay. I was like, I got like the Florida facts done. And then I haven't gotten to any of the other facts yet. So <laughs> I think I started doing well, we'll, Georgia. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, we have plans. We just need to execute the plan. So um, please join us next time. And we'll see you guys then. Bye. 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 Yeah.